Welcome to Becoming the Ultimate Coach. I am the Jock, this is the Doc, and we are still on our series, Becoming Brilliant at the Basics. And today we're talking about networking. And so uh, all these trainers I'm seeing out there are like, oh, how do I get more clients? How do I get more leads? I need to learn Facebook ads. I need to do TikTok. I need to post on social media. But like the basics of just having a good network. So having these people that you can refer clients to, and guess what? They can refer back to you. It's a great way to get more clients and also just prefer to provide a optimal service for your clients. And so we talk a lot about being the guide. And in sense of being someone's fitness guide is you're not gonna be the person who does everything. They might need a massage therapist, they might need a chiropractor, they might need a doctor, they might need all these different things. And if we can work on that network, that's a basic principle that will just help us in all aspects of what we're trying to do. And, and I love that concept of networking, again, because some people worry so much about sales or, or just beating the bushes for clients or things like that, and what a natural way to do it. One of the things, though, that I'll always talk about, though, is also, though, think about network as part of your reputation. Mm -hmm. So it's not just whoever will hustle you the most clients, yep. but really think about do you know enough about their services? Do you know enough about people that have used them before? Have you talked with them, used them? So make sure that you do a little bit of fact checking. And then also, again, if not just doing it because you're hoping that they'll send you clients. That should be the positive benefit of that. And some of them may not have the clients to refer you back, yep. but others will. Yep. But really thinking about because you have, again, is with a lot of first impressions, if you send a client to somebody who's not responsive, doesn't pay attention to them, doesn't seem to care what you're doing with them, and you haven't really vetted that interaction or relationship out, that impacts that client. And so, and I've talked about this before, is people have so much information and there's so many facets of their health that they're supposed to be thinking about, that if you can be that nucleus for all of these things and their value add in their lives, oh my gosh, will you be their resource and will they stick to you? If you send them somewhere and it's more work for them or it's a negative interaction, which you can't control all of that, yep. but we can certainly do our vetting the best that we can. Yeah, and so the, the, the way that I like to, the way that I have started this is like, I'll get clients in, if they're working with a physical therapist or if they're working with a chiropractor, if they have a massage therapist, like I'm like, hey, can I reach out to them, start a conversation? And it's a way that I can, one, get insight on what's going on. So say they're working with a physical therapist. I always defer to like whatever they're doing. And exactly. I'm like, hey, uh, what does this person need to do more of? What do we need to stay away from? And PTs like that. It's not me coming in ego of like, oh, I know how to rehab a knee or something like that. No, it's it's you're in charge. I'm here to support you. And then when that that PT has someone that's looking for a personal trainer, they're like, hey, Scott's good. I know he'll take care of you. I know we can work together. So it, it one, creates a better experience for the client because we're working together instead of just in our silos, which could be conflicting. And, and two, it's a way to build that relationship, building that network. So maybe that that PT did a good job with that client and they're really good with me and I'm struggling with someone else with a knee, I can refer to that person. Or, like I talked about earlier, they have someone to work with that's looking for a personal trainer and they can refer back. So it's just a good relationship. And I'm playing that game with all, whether it's, you know, someone has a good therapist. You know, someone comes in with an eating disorder and they're like, yeah, I have a therapist that's taking care of that. I'm like, that's great. I'm glad that you have someone that because that's not what I do. Um, do you mind if I reach out to them and can you consent that we can talk and so that we can be on the same page and we can work together? And the clients love seeing that as well. Yeah, and, and when you're reaching out to those providers, 
you're learning from them too. You're just reaching out and collaborating. And I say that because, and I know you've seen people do this where you do, you feel like you have to show them how good you are right yeah. off the bat. Well, if you're getting results with your clients, you're asking them good questions, you care about what they're doing with clients and how they work with people. People like to talk about themselves. They like to be, that's a connection right there. You've listened to them, you've learned, and you have a sense of that, and then they will respect you back. But trying to show them how much you know um, is typically not the best way to create that relationship. Your work, how you work with the clients will do that. The other thing too, and, and I'd like to hear your perspective on this, is there may be a physical therapist that a lot of your clients work well with, but for some it's not a good match. Yep. So it's okay, right, to have another physical therapist that you're collaborating with or two chiropractors or things like that. How do you negotiate that? Yeah, so to me it's figuring out their technique. I have a male uh, massage therapist that does more deep tissue. And so there's a couple things there, right? He has a place you have to go to. It's a male, some females aren't gonna want that, and he does deep tissue. So, and then I also have a female massage therapist I refer people to that she'll go to your house. So there's just several things there of like, just talking to the person of like, uh, do you wanna go somewhere or do you want someone to go to your house? Do you want a male, do you want a female? Do you want someone doing deep tissue work or do you want someone doing more of just kind of a light, whatever it is. Um, And so kind of understanding that, the same thing with like, when someone's having like low back pain and the things we're doing, it's, it's not getting any better, I'm like, you know, like I have um, someone does, does this pimp that does um, a little electromagnetic therapy kind of deal. Sounds weird. I don't do a good job explaining it. I'm like, just go and try it. Um, so I have someone that does chiropractic work. I have PT. So, so I, sometimes I bring up a few different options to see which one. Because right away they're like, oh, no, no. I've heard of someone that went to a chiropractor and then they got paralyzed kind of deal. I'm like, do you actually know anybody that's done that? Yeah. Which is always no. But still, it's just like, yeah. I'm not going to push someone towards something that they're already kind of hesitant because I have so many different options. So some of it's just bringing it up and just seeing what their sense is about that. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I love that. The other one is sometimes I need to go out and try them. Now, um, if it's a female hormonal doctor, it's not something I can go out and try and just give my experience on, but it's something that I can be like, hey, um, here's a doc, uh, they seem good, I don't know much about them. So I know you're looking for someone, here's someone to try out, but I need your feedback on that. And, and my clients have all been good on that. Like I had one massage therapist um, that my client was looking for something very specific that this client did. I'm like, listen, like I have never talked to this person, I just read their website. It's specific to the lymphatic massage thing that you're looking for. Site looks pretty woo-woo, which I'm not totally against, but you just got to understand that going in. And so, and then I can get feedback from them, but then it's not on me being like, hey, you need to go see this person. So it kind of leaves a little room there. But back to my point earlier, like if it's a massage therapist, I can go and try that out, which is great. I like a massage, but I can also have some personal feedback and be like, hey, you know, they did great at this, but you know, you might not want it because of that. So it kind of gives some, some experience there. The, the other one, and this is a great way to um, kind of network as well, it's not so much on the professional side of like just getting out and doing things. And so sometimes that, that seems um, pretty commonplace, but in the sense of like, you know, we get in our habits of just, you know, um, doing the same things over and over again, just hanging out with the same friends, something like that. But like, I'm amazed, like when I joined um, jujitsu, like, I met a guy there that he was like, hey, I'm interested in personal training. I'm like, well, we actually need a personal trainer. And through the interview process, he was a good fit. So like for me, like just going out and doing something different, I found a great employee for my facility. I was at a weekend um, workshop where we were doing some shooting stuff and 
over lunch, I was talking to one of the guys about the different stuff we do in, in, in the, um, the weight loss behavior coach. And he's like, man, that sounds amazing. And he lives three hours away, but he's like, no one in my area does that. Can we set up a call? So, so some of this like networking and relationships, building that is just getting out there and trying new things, letting people know what you do without kind of pushing that on them. Yeah, and, and that's such a good point. And I also think in talking to people, they, they assume that that networking is for like big salespeople or certain, you know. Or a networking event where yes, we're like speed it, dating kind exactly, of thing. Exactly, you know, or pharmaceutical sales yeah. or just whatever it is. But, you know, even like one of the a successful franchise that has retail stores kind of in the fitness space related, that's one of their cornerstones. Even though they have a retail space, they're a very successful company, people come into their space to buy things. The people that work in that retail store, they're, one of the cornerstones is they have to be out in the community, working out with people, engaging, being part of events and things like that because they're connecting and making networks. People are like, oh, I met this person there, and oh, they sell this, and then they come in their store. So it's not just this big outward sales type of thing. It's just about building a brand, a relationship, a reputation, all of those types of things. And it just goes a really long way for that connection, as you pointed out. The one thing that's tough about this is it's more the long play. It's not like I can, you know, call up one PT and they're like, oh, I got 10 clients. That would be great for you. Exactly. Or I can go to one event and they're like, oh, there's a bunch of employees there for me or something like that. It's one of those things that it's, it's kind of, it's consistency with, you know, over time. Um, like if it's how you handle yourself. Like if I was a real jerk at the jujitsu place, like no one's going to want to talk to me and I'm never going to find that person. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things of like you're constantly reaching out to these people not for the, the, the sole purpose of getting more clients. It's really exactly. the, the, the primary is to be a good overall fitness coach for your person. But all these secondary benefits of like over time of like they, they hear your name and it lines up with someone that wants you and then they kind of reach out for that. And, and I've seen that over, over you know, the 17 years I've been here. It's amazing how like a connection from a friend of a friend that I talked to 10 years ago that sent someone. It's just amazing how that kind of works out. And like I don't even remember having the conversation. So really... Um, to wrap up this one with the, the, the network and the relations of like uh, reaching out to the people that your, your trainers are working with, seeing the other fitness professionals that you know that your clients will need and building relationships with that, being out in the community just to meeting people and let them know what you are. Again, it's becoming brilliant at the basics like um, social media ads and posting on whatever. It's, it can be important, but like the, the basics of doing this is really going to pay off beneficial for you on becoming the ultimate coach. So until next time.